G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And welcome to our review and rank series for 2023. And today is all about Iceland. Yes, Iceland, definitely the number one country who loves Eurovision the most per capita. That is proven through like Google searches and things. And also they normally throw us a few votes. So I'm all about Iceland. Yeah, their TV numbers are quite incredible, aren't they? It's something like 96% of the population or something watch the show. It's like unbelievable. All right, let's have a quick chat about them as a nation at Eurovision. Now, they are the only Nordic nation to have never won the Eurovision Song Contest. However, they've come close to taking home the trophy twice, placing second in 1999 and most recently with Johanna in 2009. After an impressive run of seven qualifiers in a row from 2008 to 2014, they endured four non-qualifications from 2015 to 2018. So went into a bit of a dip there. Now, Hatari ended that run in 2019 with a wonderful 10th place finish, and that was quickly followed up by a 4th place finish for fan favourite Dathi Freya in 2021. Now they're coming off another appearance in the grand final, with Sister finishing in 23rd place in Torino, a surprise qualifier for some observers. That being me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they had a chance to get through, but yes, you were very shocked by it. And it's been nice to see them kind of come back because, I mean, they do so well for the size that they are. They were always batting above their average. Um, They did go through a bit of a dodgy time there for a while. Yeah, and let's be honest, probably would have won the 2020 contest. So I feel a bit sorry for them. Yeah, probably. That was the one that got away for them, wasn't it? All right, well, who do they have to try and take out the crown this year? Well, this year we have Delia and Power. Dilia is 21 years old and rose to prominence in Iceland's Got Talent when she was just 12 years old. She then competed on Swedish Idol, and then she also moved over to Copenhagen to study physiotherapy. Juggling a few things there. Keeping her options open. She did. And also, she very much did, because while she was studying, she was, you know, doing um, performing, she was taking singing lessons, she was keeping it all up. And that was a good reason to do it, because Song for Kepnen, she entered this year to try and make it to Eurovision. She won that, including a 100% public vote, head-to-head duel in the final to book her place there. Mm, She was very impressive in that national final, wasn't she? And may I also say she credits Johanna's 2009 entry that you mentioned before as fueling her dream to one day compete at Eurovision. And here she is. Fantastic. Good to hear. Shall we go through some of the pros on this one, Dale? I will kick us off. Now, Delia is an impressive vocalist. Now, she showed that at Songvikepnen, and she's been showing that throughout the pre-party season as well. I cannot fault the vocals she brings to this song. Yeah, I've just got to echo that. We don't like to repeat too many things, but this vocal is one of the absolute big hits of this song and one of the biggest vocals of Eurovision this year. There is a lot of uh, power about the whole thing. And even we did these interviews with um, Voyage recently of every person. Ash, the drummer, was like, do you know what? That's a song that's grabbed me during the pre-parties because her performance is so damn good. It blows him away. So artists respected as well. Hmm. Now, I think there's an authenticity to this entry as well. I'm buying that this is her song and that what she's singing about is a lived experience. 
I also like that it starts really quite like a traditional ballad and really quite soft and you connect with her and I mean she's laying down the floor in Iceland whether she does that at Eurovision and that looks very kind of traditional normal and then suddenly kind of this production comes in to kind of modernize it or bring a different element to kind of a tired format of a powerful vocal and just sort of standard ballad. I'll agree. That drum and bass that kicks in, it gives the song the power it really, really does need. And I think it also gives another dimension that really might surprise first-time listeners on the night, because you're right, it does start like a very standard kind of ballad. But we have something else. Yeah, exactly. Also, I just mentioned it before in the line, but the power, even though maybe it's a little bit odd, it's still a hook. It's something you remember. And so you you need those little elements. It's like, yes, she's the one with the big voice, but you're also going to just go away. Maybe when you're off to the bathroom or going to get a drink on the night, you'll be singing that in your head when you're going the power. It'll stay with you. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Shall we get into some of the drawbacks on this one? There is something about this song that just doesn't stick with me, with the exception of the power bit. That's really the only thing I can recall about the song, and I've heard this quite a few times. Yeah, look, I, I know what you mean. I do think that also it is a bit overproduced. I do like that it comes in and brings that modern element, but I think they need to find the balance of it right. I think it's too overpowering of her, and I think you need to make her shine as much as possible because that's the number one thing. And bring those elements in, but just calm it down a notch. Yeah, I've got that as well, because the way I've put it, she is a very, very good vocalist. Unfortunately, I don't think this song showcases it enough. I think she's got even more to give. And too often, she is just drowned out by that overproduction at key moments in the song. I also worry that they're just not going to give her much on the staging element, because... I just feel delegations generally know when they've got a chance and when they don't. And I think Iceland are going to be like, let's save the money for next year. And they're going to throw her out like they did in Song for Kepnan. And there'll be some LEDs and she'll be throwing herself around the stage, which she does with a lot of energy. But you need more than that. And I just don't think they're going to give her anything. And they're going to rely on her to do everything. And you just you just need more. Yeah. <laughs> Totally agree. Her live performances, while vocally really competent, they've looked a little bit awkward. You know, she has those kind of like Elaine from Seinfeld dancing moments type of thing. She just needs something or someone else on stage to break things up because she's having to carry the whole thing. There's some really sort of non-vocal parts throughout the song that she's trying to fill with movement, and I just don't think it works. And coming back to your first point, um, I've got here, look, She's a great artist. The song's not quite there. There's not much more I can say on that. It's it's really a very big part of the whole thing. We've actually seen this from Iceland before. I think 2018, back in the day, a few others. They've got some good artists. God, they've got some good talent in yeah. Iceland for the size that they are. It's ridiculous. But I just don't think this song is cutting it for her as an artist. Yeah, I'll agree. Who's voting for this? Really, like who is going to vote for it? Without a vastly improved staging concept, you're not going to get anything visually she is vocally very good, but it's not like jaw-droppingly good. So I just can't see it garnering enough votes to get into that top 10 and make it to the Saturday night, unfortunately. Well, as always with our Review and Rank series, it isn't just our opinions, Dale. It's also that of the terrific Aussie Vision contributors and what have they thought of Delia and Power. Yes, the Vision team have ranked all the entries 1st to 36th because we don't vote for Australia and they have put Iceland in 
29th. Okay. This is not kind of surprising me, to be honest. I'm actually impressed it's made the top 30. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I think that's not too bad. It did get one top 10 mm-hmm. and three in the 30s. Okay. Which shows it's very much in the middle for people. Yeah. Which is a lot of songs are this year, aren't they? Like, this isn't really kind of polarizing people because one person likes it. No, 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 and being horrible. Um, you know what I mean? It's not like, you know, you've got five in the top and six in the bottom or anything like that. It's yeah. just mainly in the middle. Exactly. And that's our kind of mid-range death, we sometimes say. Mm-hmm. And generally, I think, I don't quote me on this, but I think there might only be one or t- maybe two songs that don't have anyone put it in the top 10. That's very unusual. Normally we have loads mm. um, every year. So there's a lot of that people like. So only getting one top 10 is actually not that great. Mm. So who are we listening to today? We're listening from Kyle and from Leith. Iceland got on my radar and I think everyone's radar with Daddy and his crew back in 2020. Personally, I think Think About Things could have been a dark horse to win the whole thing if the competition wasn't cancelled. But anyway, this year they've got Dilia and she was probably the shining light of a not-so-amazing shortlist in Iceland's competition earlier this year. This track, it's pleasant enough and it's got a really good message and I like how it's constructed, but it's just lacking something that makes it a serious contender, especially compared with some of the other entries we've had from female artists this year. If it qualifies for the final, which I think it's a bit 50-50, I can't see it going into the top half of the leaderboard unless she really delivers something striking with her stage performance and that will possibly elevate it a little bit. Delia made her name on talent shows from a very young age and there's so much about her vocal that says to me she's got talent in spades. But I feel like this song doesn't particularly showcase that. Seeing her throw herself around the stage during the national final, it was like she was trying to bring energy and excitement to a song that kind of just meanders along at the same level for three minutes. I really worry it's going to sink to the bottom of the rankings without much for people to grab onto other than her particularly straight after Belgium, which is bound to have people on their feet, and Cyprus, which is stellar vocals with light and shade throughout. This is a bit one note for me, but Dilia is young and so talented, so I have no doubt she will get to represent her country again. Well, as always, good comments from our contributors. Now, did Kyle know he was supposed to be talking this one up? <laughs> Didn't really sound like it. I mean, it was interesting because I think um, both of them show some pros and some positives about it. They're not always necessarily the top two, but they're yep. definitely our higher voters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you wouldn't know from the comments. <laughs> I think they made really good comments. I think everybody here really respects Delia yes. as the artist. I think we can just see maybe this song isn't quite the right vehicle or at the, at the standard where it probably needs to be a contender to be talking about getting into the grand final very true all right shall we go to our rap and rank let's all right well look again i'm going to echo a lot of this i really like dilia and to be honest this song was kind of working for me for a long time but dale it, it was it was in my head i was really enjoying it and i really liked her vocal um despite me despising that staging at song for kevin awful staging but over time more and more entries overtook it because they were simply just better songs you know that's just what it came down to in the end 
Uh, and that is ultimately going to be the downfall of this entry. I really can't see it getting out of this semi-final. And just echoing what we've all said here, it's not because of um, her lack of talent. She does have amazing vocal. She does have it. And I would love to see her back with a better song. It's all very good without being great. I've ranked it 24th. Okay, 24th is not too bad. It's not too bad. It's probably going to be on the upper side of the uh, rankings. I, for a while, is sitting at 13th, 14th for a long time for me. Wow. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to join the conga line of comments that say, I really like Delia. (laughs) (laughs) She's a terrific vocalist. But however, I just think this is a totally forgettable song, unfortunately. She really does give it everything during her performances. But unfortunately, I just don't think it's enough to save this. In fact, I don't think anyone could save this song. It's not absolute trash or anything like that. But it really does feel like a filler in the lineup. And that's the worst thing you can be at Eurovision, unfortunately. I've ranked power in 34th. Okay. Wow. Only beaten a couple home. Unfortunately, I'm going to say it, this is dead on arrival. I do think it's a bit dead on arrival. Mm. It's a shame. And um, this is why, I'll be honest, I'm surprised it got 29th in the team. Mm. I actually thought it might have been a bit lower. But maybe I think the Delia factor yep. is, is lifting it. I think whatever she gets... It'll be getting blood out of stone, but she'll get some trickles. Yeah, and she'll it. deserve every bit of it because she's worked hard for it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a tough one for her. And as we say, we recognize the very, very talented artist here as well. Exactly. Sometimes you get great artists with not great songs, and sometimes you get amazing songs with not very good artists. So, <laughs> you know, unfortunately for Delia in this occasion, I think it might be a bit tough, but we will nev- you never know. We'll yeah, exactly. wait and see. Exactly. Um, would love to see her back another time, perhaps. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and we hope to catch you next time. Yeah, take care. See you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 AussieVision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.